It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 454, is an incredible full episode interview with the amazing male performer, Will Tile. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle? To and fro. Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? <laughs> Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Dangle. Dick Dangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 454 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and I hope that you are doing well and living the best life you possibly can. For this episode, I am flying solo because I have an unbelievable interview with the handsome debonair statuesque male performer that is will tile thank you so much to triple x star pr for the opportunity to talk to this gentleman i had so much fun you do not realize what you are about to experience with this interview i came to find out after we did the interview that this is actually his first interview that he has done ever which is incredible. So that makes me feel even better about it. But it is such an interesting conversation because I do a lot of research for my interviews, which means I have a lot of good in-depth probing questions that I can ask him. And in the flow of this conversation, he answered almost all of the questions that I had without me even having to ask them. The first 20 minutes is absolutely outrageous. We don't even get into the dirty talk until a little bit after that. It is so much fun. You are going to hear so much personality from this gentleman. He has an 
unbelievable wit and intelligence about him. He has an incredible sense of humor. I love his timing. And beyond that, you are going to hear from one of the premier male performers in the game today. There isn't anything that we really don't talk about in this interview, and you are going to find that out for yourself. This is an absolute stunner of an interview. I cannot say enough incredible things about it. You are going to lose your mind when you hear this. So everyone out there in Pervert Nation, be prepared to lose said mind. And please enjoy this interview with Will Tile. Thank you so much to one and all for listening to this. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Will Tile and all of the incredible performers that you have heard on this show. Please take care of yourselves and each other. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Do your best to subvert the lizard people overlords. And of course, dangle on. My guest finds himself as requested and respected a performer as you can find in the modern adult industry. His scene list is beyond impressive, shooting for New Sensations, Digital Sins, Zero Tolerance, Dog Fart, Cherry Pimps, and so many others, leaving fans and studios breathless with anticipation for the next scene. And he accomplishes this while also shooting amazing content for his own site. He's award-nominated. He has energy and charm to burn. He is the handsome Will Tile. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing amazing. Good. Glad to I'm, hear it. I'm here. I made it. Yes. Happy to live another day on uh, Elon Musk Earth. That's right. <laughs> Before he decides he's going to move to Mars. Mm, and he allows the overlords to take care of all of us. I mean, the lizard people are kind of already in charge. They already, they just, he's just kind of standing, you know, they got to have a figurehead. Mm, right. Okay. He keeps them all with the shot collar on. And then when he leaves, they come off. I think he, he's one shot collar and he's like mediating for us. Like he tells, he tells what innovations are cool. And we just kind of roll with it because, you know, we don't want the lizard overlords don't like it when we get too uppity. You know what I'm saying? I was about to say that. Should we even be talking about this? Um, I don't know, man. What's your health insurance plan looking <laughs> like? Because I don't have one, so I ain't got to worry about getting taken out in the doctor's office. Same. You know, okay, that makes me feel better. Okay. You know, to do, to do your health insurance, you have to get your flu shot. Right. Just, they see, you know, it's just cyanide. Like, That's oh, right. damn, bro. I really didn't need this. I was just chilling. Like, I would have just kept my mouth shut if y'all was in a warning. That's right. Why can't y'all do me like light bill people? Like, send me like, hey, if you don't pay, we going to cut this shit off. It's, like, it's... <laughs> stop stop saying things on the uh, internet about us. Like, oh, my bad. Uh, exactly. It's not hard. <clears throat> Cease and assist work all the time, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure I'm going to go say yes, but chances are no. Maybe I'm wrong. All I'm going to say is 
all hail the mighty Elon Musk and the lizard overlords. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah. Just to be Before, safe. I don't know. I'm kind of a uh, I'm kind of a cephalopod people kind of thing, you know. <laughs> Cthulhu in the depths because I feel like they're they're a little bit more cool. Okay, they probably they probably smell weirder, but uh, at least they won't be on my shoulders since they don't like walk on land. <laughs> that makes sense. All right, <laughs> I don't need that. You know, I'm sitting up here minding my business and they bust up in my house. I'm like, hey, bro, I was jerking off. What were you doing? Right. You get your sleaze stack ass out of here. Yeah, please go home. <laughs> I'm editing videos as we speak. Leave me. And they knew that, and that's why they're there. I would hope not, because usually, you know, when the editing process goes down, showers out the question. Mm. I'm eating all the bad foods. I'm definitely by myself, so I'm definitely farting. (laughs) Like, like Like, that's why I do it in my living room. Like, I'm pretty sure anybody who's seen my scenes lately, that living room, that's also where the editing happens. Uh, there are plenty of windows for a reason. Ah, smart man. Smart yeah, we, man. We open up every single one of them motherfuckers when I'm in there. Like, hey, <laughs> like, Nikki comes over and just looks at me. I look all unshaved and crazy. Mm. I'm looking like I'm looking like a pay school, like somebody who's about to go down that slippery slope of becoming a domestic terrorist. That's right. <laughs> You have bath salts written all over you. Straight up. Like, there's newspaper clippings. I'm just sitting up there just editing away. Like, I got to make this cut, man. I got to make this perfect. Because if I do it right, it's going to look perfect. This going to be a masterpiece. And I'm just like, I ain't brushed my teeth. It's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. She's just like, hey, uh, I'm going to holler at you. I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to sit here and watch me. That's right. You have that uh, bulletin board with the uh, thumb the strings. Packs oh, the yeah. Strings. oh yeah, yeah. That's the update schedule. What you talking about? That's right. I got a, <laughs> I got an Excel spreadsheet, but that's that's kind of like a backup. I really actually have the bulletin board, right? Because of the lizard people, it makes sense. Yeah, man. I mean, they care about the update schedule. They they actually, I think we launched this site. That money didn't come from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was telling somebody the other day. I'm like, hey, mine got bought out. I'm like, I mean, I don't know much, but I know this is probably worth a couple billion. That money didn't just come out of nowhere. Right. You're exactly right. I'm like somebody somehow, some way was like, hey, I got five billion to burn. That's what, I'm... if anything, the lizard people owning Pornhub makes me kind of weird because I'm like, are they going to try to insert themselves? Like, we just see a bunch of dry skin in porn. <laughs> See, like some mysterious hashtags, you know, normalized dry skin. Like, I don't like that. Because I remember they did that with uh, the Apple iPhone, the AirPods. It's like, these things are stupid. And it's like, if you ain't got AirPods, you're poor. And I'm like, no, they suck. (laughs) But everybody fell for it. Everybody fell for the iPhone thing. So is it possible that, I want to say it was probably 2020, when everyone was talking about staying hydrated, was that the pre-lizard people warning? Um, I think that was definitely a psyop that their opposing forces, uh, you know, the cephalopod people, okay, decided to launch. And I mean, it's working out. I mean, I drink water like a motherfucker, right? Same. So yeah. I, I think it's it's going good for them, but. You never know, man. I mean, you throw enough into a campaign, any kind of marketing campaign, it's, it's going to get you something. And that's why I think you need to start making content for the lizard people where it's just literally a video of you naked sunning yourself on a rock. 
No, I man, I believe in lotion. <laughs> That's person. We already got a problem right there. I can't be ashy on camera. Mm. I don't know if you, I don't know if you know anything about me, but uh, I'm I'm of what they like to call the tropical people variety, you okay. know, the dark skinned kind. So it's kind of hard for me to be rolling around here being all ashy. Mm. And on top of that, you know, the sun hurts, bro. It's, hey. it's got radiation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a redhead. You don't have to yeah. tell me. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Yeah, you just walk outside and burst into flames. That's your mortal enemy. It, it, I'm literally just a pile of ash in the driveway. It's embarrassing. Yeah, you know, I said if you like, if the sun could become like a person, would you just beat it up? <laughs> like, just catch him in the parking lot and be like, "Look, motherfucker." <laughs> it's more the other way around. It's more oh, the okay. sun. You, did, you think you just get jumped? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hitting the back of the head, like, right. I, think yeah. the, I think the sun just carjacked me. Son of a bitch! Not today, man. It's Tuesday. I had, I had, the, I was going to the the mail office. Like, come on, man. I we were... Yeah, I've been there, but no, that's because I don't know if y'all noticed about me. I mean, I'm pretty sure people in the podcast know this. I've been, I've been little Easter eggs. I really, I'm not into conspiracies mm-hmm. as much as I am a. I like reading them and laughing about them. Does that make sense? It does. Is there any one that you actually believe has some credence or do all of them, you just kind of look through it? Well, because we just made a video about taxation, the tax code in America and the way that, you know, usually most countries, they'll send you a bill like, hey, you know, the government's like, hey, you owe us this money. Make us come down now. And then literally, you know, back in the early 80s up until to like the mid 90s, you know, especially during the whole cocaine boom, you know, we were trying to wrap up criminals, but they were just like, hey, we're going to get the tax code kind of we need some way to we're going to beat these guys up so that they can roll in because, you know, most of these guys don't pay their taxes. Let's be real. They're drug dealers. Right. So, right exactly. So they were like, cool. So they come there, they're getting them big budgets, getting things. Then next thing you know, they crack down on that. Well, these people, you got to think, like, if you're a tax person, you're used to getting, like, your salaries beefed up. You're getting per diem. What are you going to do? Well, you come up with a tax code that says that people will no longer, like, get told what their bill is. So that you can make, that's my conspiracy. There is actual evidence to it as far as lobbying. Because, you know, TurboTax exists. And they're like, don't tell people their taxes. Only we get to do that. Right. So that's that's the only reason I've kind of tripped out about that. Now, is it to the degree where, you know, conspiracy is that they're just doing that so they can funnel and hide money 
for like secret government projects. I don't know, but that's kind of the going system right now. Beyond that, everything else, even with even everything else, as far as circumstantial evidence, is pretty pretty. I put like this: if you can't sue them in civil court, don't even try. Right. I can't believe it because if if you do, if there's enough merit for any conspiracy where you can take them to civil court, do it. You can personally do it just so you can just make that fucking dough. Cause that's the that's my million dollar plan. I'm gonna catch the catch somebody tripping one day. <laughs> the government tripping. I'm just gonna like okay. We just had that whole thing with like the Ohio people. You can I can the uh, that train getting derailed. I can't wait till they try to sue the state. Oh, they are right. going to have a field day. Yeah, that's uh, I actually don't live very far from that, uh, and it is nothing but a just a news nightmare coming out of there. Yep, and I'm just thinking myself like, if you, in your case, you live very far from there. So let's say you get like a weird rash. It's like, oh, I'm about to be rich. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that is, and I'm just thinking myself like, why were you transporting that much chemicals that dangerously? Like, come on now, what were y'all really doing? Yeah. Well, the thing that blows my mind is when that actually happened. They got the fires put out within yep. a day. They had another set of railroad tracks there transporting material, and all of these highly chemicalized cars are on either side of the track getting ready to be taken away. It's like, wow, you didn't even wait till the body was cold. Nope, maybe we, we need this for what? Don't matter. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's why I, that's kind of one of those things where I'm like, what do y'all really need that for? That's that kind of conspiracy, like, hey. Um, can anybody tell me what, what that's all about? Cause I want to know. Yeah. Like, or, or I don't do know you. any, any industry that needs a parts that much. Yeah, that is true. And if they do, I want to be in that industry where we can, we can move heaven and earth and do the I'll quit pouring today. <laughs> you but better not. Because if you quit pouring today, then not only would a lot of my questions not hold credence, but this would be your last interview, and you are way too awesome to have it end here. I mean, I don't want it to end here, but when they start to throw, it's not the salary, because I'm pretty sure I make infinitely more money in porn. It's the it's logistics of, of just being able to look at them and be like, oh, I can just like call somebody and they'll just move cars. Right. They just do that. What how how quickly can I get my, you know, my food orders now? Hmm? Like think about think about if you order a pizza with that kind of power. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now. Like the the just the convenience of it is why I would do it. Like, hold on, man, I gotta go to the grocery store. <laughs> oh snap. Hey man, go pick me up some Doritos. I want some gummy bears. <laughs> Give me a steak. That thing show up in five minutes. I mean, I can't be mad at that. That's that's the only reason I'm quitting. I'm not quitting for the money mm. or the fame. I'm quitting for the convenience. Like you can't beat convenience. You're painting a very strong picture for this. Uh, well, I mean, I've kind of come to the conclusion at this point in my life that a lot of things at this point are just a matter of convenience and uh how they i wouldn't say make me feel but do i feel like i achieved something so you know obviously the bills are gonna get paid but they've always been getting paid since you know i was a teen it's more it's like all right can i do this and not have to break my whole fucking body doing it 
Right. And so will I feel good by the end of it or will this be a matter of going through the motions? Because, you know, obviously a lot of us have been doing that lately of just going through the motions. We all remember 2020, how we all lost a sense of purpose and it was like, huh. The whole the whole world on suicide watch. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like everybody started reconnecting. As soon as they let us off the leash a little bit, people started getting weird. Like you started realizing who was the weird ones real quick. Oh yeah. Like I didn't turn out to be weird, which made me kind of feel okay. Because mm-hmm. I always saw like, oh man, I'm be isolated. I'm be so fucked. Now it's like sitting up there, like I'm gonna catch up on these shows. I'm gonna play these video games. I didn't get drunk. I didn't get drunk a lot. I didn't even get that high. All, right. all I did was just kind of cook. I worked outside. I did do a lot of workouts outside. There was a time where I was spending. When you talk about spending time in the sun, I was out in like 115 degree heat, like running two miles a day. Wow. It was it was weird. I think that's where my crazy went. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was like, hey, I look at my girlfriend at the time. I look at her like, I'm going out. What you doing? <laughs> oh, uh, can we just wait till later and work out? Like, nah, bro, we need to get this sun. And we go out, I go out there with my damn self and be like, I hope I don't die out here because I don't have life insurance at this point. <laughs> and she's going to be super pissed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That she has to explain to my all my family of how I decided well, I was gonna go out there and you know try to fight the elements, <laughs> yeah. try to fight fucking the biggest celestial body in our solar system, yeah. <laughs> my damn self. <laughs> he decided to run in a volcano. What are you gonna yeah. do? Well, I mean, my favorite sport is MMA, and my favorite joke about that is like they always talk about like dudes. He's got he's got. Excellent cardio. His gas tank is awesome. He trades at 7,000 feet. And I'm like, when are they going to start trading in space? <laughs> <laughs> like, he trades with he trades with the Cephala five people right. at 70,000 feet underwater. No air. Wow. Crushing waves above his body. He's he's definitely going to take this, take this in round two. Like, I don't know that dude's going to... How did that dude make it out of here? Like... <laughs> Y'all had to sit in a submarine. Go get his ass. <laughs> yeah, no, most people like I flew into. You know, I flew in. I'm here for two weeks. It's like, no, I came up on shore. That's right. Um, two weeks. Like, if I see, if I was, if I actually had to, if in an alternate universe, uh, if I had a career in MMA and a dude shows up in a submarine to, before the weigh-ins. I'm stopping that fight that day. Like, whatever the fuck he got going on. Yeah, I'm not making weight. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not making... I'm just talking about, I'm not making out the hotel room. <laughs> Make up an injury, because I'm not going out there to fight that dude. Whatever. He is about some other shit. That's right. Yeah, he, he comes up out of the summer, and he's like, you're going to have to give me a moment. I'm a little light sensitive for being three miles under the, <laughs> the surface of the water. <laughs> I just look at him like, uh, bro, you know what? <laughs> you know what you, you got? Yeah, whatever kind of training you've been doing is on some like. I, the only way you can make it worse is if he literally like jumped off the side of it and swam like two miles ashore, and they just handed him a bag. <laughs> and they're, or they're like, we're gonna do ceremonial ceremonial weigh-ins on the beach, and he swims up. Oh, then I'm like, way. oh 
hell no. <laughs> like, what? Like, hold all the way on. What is that? Like, and you want me to fight him tomorrow? Like, man, I am. If it ain't, if it goes thirty seconds past the first round, I'm quitting because I gotta get this dude out of there fast. <laughs> he is awesome. He's probably the strongest man alive at that point. It could be. I mean, you have to go for the gills, I would imagine. Yeah, if he well, if he's I don't know, man. If he's growing gills, I, I think I think there has to be a clause in there in the contract saying that the person doesn't have like alternate DNA or some shit. <laughs> I mean, because that was talking about we were talking about that about CRISPR, and it's like if CRISPR becomes a thing where they can like splice DNA, what's well, to stop somebody from like putting full on tiger in their body in the most subtlest amounts? Like, is that a PED? That is a great question. Hmm. It's, it's introducing new things into your genetic code of PED. Wow, this this is uh, deep. I mean, because if it is, I mean, what's to stop one of these girls on set from like? Yeah, I got a little bit of squid in my body, so I get extra wet, and I'm like, "Yeah, it smells." That's why it smells like fish sticks in here. That's right. It's kind of got to look at her like, "Oh man, that's gross." <laughs> yes, if if it comes, if my uh, pussy juice comes out a little bit black, but the, will you let me know? Like, so you gonna ink me? Right. You're squirt, you're gonna ink me. Like, it's gonna be a hard little riot director. Like, hey man. I don't know if I'm going to go through with this scene, man. I don't know. I don't feel right about this. She out here squirting ink and stuff. I don't, I'm not, well, I think that's going to be on my no list. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if they splice themselves maybe with some whale or dolphin, so they become like mega squirters, that could be uh, awkward. Uh, no, man, that's like, that's a high pressure cannon. I didn't Thank sign you. up for that. Yeah. I didn't sign up for fire hose to the face. I'm right. good on that. <laughs> It just sprays me down. Like, hey, you know, uh, this suit cost me three hundred dollars, man. You just got it wet for no reason. <laughs> like, you just sitting here chilling. Like, I don't need that. Or they like spice themselves with something that's like really sexually aggressive that I don't want to fuck with. Like, yeah, I got a little bit of badger DNA, so when I get turned on, you got to watch out. That's right. Like, now they not every PA on set has to like have a trank gun with him and call animal control. Like, fuck that. I don't know. I think that would sell. What Animal Control Adventures? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Animal Control Teens Volume Three, like exactly. I gotta show up with that little that little uh, necklace thing they put on them. Oh yeah, there you go. The necklace pole, yeah. And then we gotta sit up there and be like, get, get her down, get her down. Like, no, I don't need that. Having girls jump over gates and shit. I'm good on that. She's up in a tree with a gazelle carcass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If she does that, I'm definitely, definitely going to stay on set just to see how far we need to go. <laughs> exactly. That, I, that is one of the times I will actually stay because I got to look up there and be like, she really just got that thing right there in the mouth and I'm supposed to have sex with that person. Like, man, I'm about to risk it all. <laughs> I'm looking right at him like, bro, where the train going at? I'm going to put it to a head just in case, you know, we can... <laughs> I'll make sure this scene goes down, but I want to be safe because I'm pretty sure that at this point she has claws. Right. If not, a, if not, just going to just bite out my jugular. <laughs> make sure you keep her back legs tied together. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's for your and my safety. All right. Do you want to get paid for this scene? Yeah. 
Well, we're going to need to make sure that we take some safety precautions and you've been known to scratch a dude or two, you know, the old boy is still in the hospital from last scene. <laughs> You're a very nice girl, so we're going to give you this one, but also uh, we definitely want to tie you down. That's cool. That's cool. I'm in the bondage. I don't think you're going to be into this kind of bondage. <laughs> this is because there's going to actually be a dude on site with a, a full-on rifle ready to put you down. That would be magic. Why is Nikki looking at me like that? I didn't say shit. I think she's judging this conversation right now. No, she just walked in the room and she's giving me uh, the vibe that she's going to beat me up by. Oh, did she get some of this splice DNA that you don't know about? Um, is it possible? I'm hoping not. Okay. I mean, if anybody's getting a splice DNA, I would hope that it'd be male performers first. I think we we should get to hook up on that one. You know, I don't know what they're gonna put in us. It's right. gonna be some kind of like weak ass animal that doesn't make sense, like a porcupine. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gotta be something weird. We can't get like a cool DNA. Like you got the bull shark testosterone. Like, or you know, you're gonna have like male elephant bull dying. We're gonna have a I don't know like grizzly bear stuff. It's like no, nah, you got to get something like. It's been proven that if we use this porcupine DNA, your dick just gets, it like grows an inch. And it's like, I don't know how that works, but it works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. I'll be first in line. I mean, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you do not need to be first in line. And, and that actually leads me to my first question, because uh-huh. we haven't even gotten into my questions, and we're 20 minutes into this. This is absolutely amazing. And this is what happens. So... You are an amazing male performer, and besides slinging more meat than a Las Vegas steakhouse, That's what, I'm doing. what was your draw to the adult industry? What made you want to be a performer? Um, I was just having a lot of sex, and I knew some people who ran it, and I was going to school to become a, a EMT, and I need some, and then I was like, hey, this little stipend that I'm getting from the GI Bill isn't like, it ain't really shit. So I took a few gigs here and there, you know, the, the real basic stuff, you know, very old school, like, hey, you're going to do a scene. You're going to do nothing but gang bangs and like hand job scenes and, you know, things escalated. So, I mean, I just took the job and I found out I was pretty decent at it. So I just kind of went from there. I wasn't trying too hard to make anything. And plus I wasn't getting that many like other cool gigs. So content was my big thing. So I just kind of built myself a little community of friends that I was willing to work with and who were willing to work with me. And it's been good overall. I never I never left my roots. You know, still doing gang bangs, still doing like the really weird, like very basic scenes. But I obviously will take whatever they throw at me. I try to slang and bang, ground and pound where I can, but I don't really I don't really try to believe in my own hype because sometimes I catch myself doing it. And, you know, pride always comes before the fall, especially especially in sports, but especially in porn. Like, we always hear about the dudes who are legends, and he was so good, blah, blah, blah. He's got to be a millionaire. And it's like, what happened? Oh, he started believing his own hype, and he started doing a lot of drugs, and he started failing scenes. And now he, like, lives in a shanty town somewhere in Zimbabwe. <laughs> like... Or he, we don't know what happened. He just mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. So I mean, some of them like become pastors. I know one dude became a truck driver. So I'm like, in my case, I don't 
really see myself. I told my mama and uh, Nikki and pretty much everybody, I told them, like, hey, if this don't work out, I'm going to end up just, I'm going to get a job at Walmart. And I'm just going to work there for a small. I'm going to do is go to the gym, go to Walmart. I'm just going to be the most basic human alive. Mm-hmm. And I only chose Walmart because I know that there's a store at Walmart everywhere. So I'm like, move out to the most countryest place where nobody will ask me questions. <laughs> Because, you know, that question is going to come up like, hey, didn't you used to porn? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> so I figure if I'm like in some small town Walmart that has like a decent gym, I can work out. Just be this. I want to be the swollest dude at Walmart. Like you walk in and you see me, you know, stealing shit is out the, out the window. <laughs> you will get DDT'd. <laughs> I'm probably in somewhere like in the Midwest where they have a good wrestling program so I can still train. Oh, there you go. And that way I can, like, if somebody does try to ride in with a really hard double leg, and they'll be like, yeah, man, don't go to that Walmart. Wow, will that dude, he, this dude used to do porn, he works there now, and he'll, like, he'll rough you up. I'm <laughs> like, oh, where? I would like a ward or something, become like a regional manager. No, no, I, don't, I keep these dreams cool. very sacred to my heart. That's good. It would be fun to watch you take down a 14-year-old with a rear naked choke because they were trying to steal a pack of gum. Oh, no. And if he's, that's got to be a big-ass 14-year-old. If he's like a little 135-pound kid, I'm just going to snatch him by his whatever little piece of a trapezius muscle he has and just throw him into a register. <laughs> just call it a day. Like, like, you really go run, bro? You go run. Where you going to run to? Mm. I just snatched you with one hand. You really want me to use both hands? <laughs> you're gonna, like, you're just gonna walking tall him, just just smash yeah, straight up, just like that, just like just the way Rock did that with uh, he just walked into that bar. It's gonna be like that. Like y'all really want to do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, that's what. That's why I was kind of. That was my next step in life. Beyond that, but uh, now nah, porn kind of reminds me of a lot of my previous career, which is I don't know if that's good or bad. It's a mix of both. It's more so. It's mostly just painful. But uh, well, I was in the Marine Corps for eight and a half years, and I know a lot of the dudes who probably listen to this who know like all the logistics, all the stop and go, the weird personalities. Only now the weird personalities, it used to be it was all guys. Now it's all women. Mm, makes sense. So it's just still weirdos that I'm dealing with on a daily basis, and I'll look at them and I'm like, how do you function? <laughs> <laughs> But they do, so I don't get mad at them. I'm just like, how? You just, you made it to this point. Like, damn, you were persevering. <laughs> like, how far are you going to go? And they just, they go far. They go farther than me. Like, wow, you have a million-dollar house? Good for you. And it's like, how did that happen? You know, sometimes you got to ask that question. Like, really? You? Yeah? All right. Just, can you explain your thought process on a daily basis? Yeah, I think my unicorns as soon as I wake up. Then I smoke a bowl. And you're like... Yep, fuck it. Never mind. Let's start this conversation right now. <laughs> like, if I got to have thoughts like that, this maybe, maybe you know, a million dollars isn't what I need in my life. <laughs> yes. And it's funny you say that. Like, because when I hear stuff like that, it's less them persevering and them just getting by on pure luck. But how lucky can somebody, like, if you want to treat life like an RPG right. and their, their parents are the players who specked into luck. How hard they spec in the look? You're not wrong. Like, did your mama just wake up and was like, "We putting all the sass in there, baby," because you know our life, you know our family needs that. We gotta, we gotta make that happen. Because <laughs> I feel like my family just specked in the dexterity and a little bit of charisma here and maybe some strength, but we ain't. That's it. That's all I got. And every other stat was dropped off. 
<laughs> That's probably because I was just playing Elden Ring the other day, and I was like, man, maybe I should go for a strength build. And I was like, nah, man, decks all day. I like I like the cool weapons. Mm, there you go. Because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I just turned into a D and D podcast. What you gonna do? What y'all gonna do now? Nice. No, I can't start. I can't start a D and D podcast. I probably. Why not? I have learned that um, porn fans, when it comes to fandoms, are probably the most chill, which I appreciate. So for anybody who's listening, thank you for being chill. Thank you for supporting us. And we will continue to do what y'all, what y'all love. But uh, every other fandom is just toxic as fuck. So if you are part of one of those fandoms, just know that you're toxic. That There's no other... There's no nice. I I know I just said something nice, but I'm gonna say something mean. Y'all toxic, and I'm part of one of those fandoms, so I know I'm with you. <laughs> like whatever you, whatever fandom you're part of, especially if it has anything to do with sports, you're probably being an asshole on the internet right now, <laughs> <laughs> right at this very second. You are typing some snide shit. It is uh, March Madness, so you're not wrong. Oh, oh, God, yes. I was looking at, like, some of the brackets that uh, I've been watching. And, you know, you go to the comments section, I was like, yeah, hard pass on y'all. It is like, well, it went from, like, some constructive criticism about, you know, uh, TCU today to just straight-up racial slurs. And I was like, yeah. Yikes. It took, like, three comments, bro. I was like, I'm done with this. All right, well, motherfuckers tried. <laughs> Discourse on the internet. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my new quote today oh, very nice now in talking about performers you work with so many types of performers is your quote unquote type that you like working with more about what they bring to the table in a personal or sexual manner for me I find that I mean first of all I, it's weird to say this but Usually, if they're willing to sweat, that's like oh, that's always a good indicator. Girls who sweat always are willing to perform hard. That's just it. Like, cause I had to say, like the makeup queens, like I gotta keep my makeup and hair ready. Already, that sets a precedent in my mind. And I've talked to other producers, directors, editors, you know, everybody who does things on the back end about that. And they've all kind of agreed to like caring about your image more than the actual performance piece always means you're probably going to be bitchy. Okay. Like, there's no other nice way to say that. So usually I try to look for that kind of performance. Like, is she willing to just go get down with the get down? Word. Then I kind of work backwards from there, like body type, you know, athletic body types always seem to sell the best and they're the easiest to manage because it's not like oh, I got new implants or, you know, I, I can't really go too hard. It's like, oh, you used to, like, play softball or run cross country. Oh, word, this is going to be easy breezy because mm-hmm. that means that you had that sports background, so you're already ready to just, you know, go down for the ground and pound. <laughs> and then just super, just chill. I mean, I've dealt with people who are just super boisterous. I've dealt with performers who just are chill as a fucking breeze to the point where you're not sure if their brain cells are like even clicking inside there. Like they're just a human jellyfish. Just, Hey, are you, Hey, Hey, are you here? Are you here? Yeah. 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 What? But that's mostly 
what I look for. I mean, sexual openness helps, but it isn't like a huge requirement since a lot of my stuff is so basic. You know, I'm not going to... My favorite thing is every time, you know, before we start the scene, we have that pre-scene talk of what we do, don't, all that shit. And I always tell them like, hey, you know, let's start the scene. Hey, before we even start, let me tell you right now, I'm not going to put anything in, but it's pooping now. <laughs> That's just an anal scene, right? And a lot of them be like, oh, thank you, because so many guys try to do that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but seriously, I'm not going to... I'll say that, and I'll repeat it twice. Mm-hmm. And every time somebody goes, yeah, somebody I knows, or yeah, don't put anything in my butt. And I'm like, I just said that. So that's kind of like my little litmus test mm. for intelligence because uh, I got to see how smart they are a little bit or at least how much they kind of read into it because I'll ask that. And then I'll ask, like, then I'll also tell them to move till their left and their right. Like, hey, move your right hand. They, like, look at their hands and I'm like... <laughs> Ooh, she might be a little dumb. <laughs> I mean, male form is even worse because I'll be like, hey man, move your left leg, and they'll be like, what? And I'll like, oh, like these girls will look at their hands, dudes just like stop, whole brain shuts off, then it clicks back on. Because <laughs> I've had to like definitely direct some scenes, and I just kind of, I'm holding camera and I'm looking at them like, Jesus Christ, son, you, you, I hope you was really good at sports in, in high school because otherwise you can't be this stupid. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not the smartest man in the world. I, I got a Florida education, so I don't, I, it's just when I roll up on so many motherfuckers, I'm like, uh, okay, this is happening. <laughs> um, this person is about to insert themselves into another person, and I have to be here for it. That's cool. But no, um, as far as I don't really care too much about anything, obviously, because the only thing I care about is making a good performance for the end user. I don't care about clout. I don't care. about I care about the people who support me. So it's all about them on the back end rather than what will give me accolades or make me seem cool or anything like that or be high profile. It's literally just always about the end user. I have to make sure that the, the people who gave me money are happy with the product that I turn in. Yeah. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah, so it may, I try to play to that, and since usually if you're subscribing to my site or watching my stuff, you probably like the same things I like, so that's why I kind of don't go too much outside my own wheelhouse of trying to do something that I think is cool as much as, like, do I like this? Because if I like this, because I'm a very basic dude, you know, I don't really have any crazy fetishes or anything. So I'm like, all right, well, I like this. So that means it's probably going to sell. Right. Right. And I have made that mistake really too much. I mean, in a few times I've kind of gotten wrapped around the axle of like, no, I'm going to do this because everybody's doing this cool. And, you know, I paid the price mm-hmm. of finding out that nobody really gives a shit. <laughs> so <laughs> um, and I've done that at least I would say about four times in my career, but now, especially now I've been trying to concentrate on stuff that I like stuff that I know everybody else universally likes, you know, try to hit as broad in the audience as possible. You know, it used to be, I like to think some companies like guns, you know, some people have like a sniper rifle, some people like a carbine. I'm just straight up, just machine gun. I'm just bursting out all types of stuff. I'm going to hit the target and I'm going to hit around it. 
like you know accuracy by volume right exactly and i'm actually glad you brought that up because you have been beyond busy uh we're gonna do a quick rundown of some of your recent work here you worked uh with kenzie taylor for cherry pimps uh valerica steel for filthy kings uh sahara sky for new sensations you've also either recently worked with or had scenes come out with london river chantal danielle casca akashova raven vice uh charlie hart athena anderson uh jenna noel aaron everhart Violet Fox, Kay Carter, Hazel Page, Carmela Clutch, Madison Sky, and that was literally all today. Uh yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't really. I think that that's another thing I found like, especially with people in porn, uh, sex work in general, is that a, a lot of them get kind of wrapped around the axle, like they got to stay busy. I don't. So there's constantly the admin work and the constant posting, whereas me, it's like, no, we need to make and distribute the product. So I'm constantly grinding on that. Like, I'm always more concerned about the frequency of making something, whether it be my own content or somebody else, rather than the marketing of it, because I know I can do that at any time. You know, you sit on a plane, I can make a Twitter post here. You know, I can let everybody know this is just there, but mostly, like I said, I'm trying to feed the fans. So when they see that popping in, like, Jesus Christ, all right, he's got another one. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to, I hate to say it, but I tried like that 2015 Jake Paul, where it was like, every day there's a video. <laughs> so now it did wonders for his career. It's doing great for me because, you know, I didn't think I was doing much because you're the second person this in the past three days, like, damn, man, I've been seeing you everywhere. And I'm like, no, you've been seeing me post them out, be being everywhere. This is, this, this never stopped. Right. This, this has always been a thing, but I've, I've been happy to work with all those people. The Valerica one was super random because I went down to Florida. I was going out there on my own dime to do some other shit. And they were like, Hey, would you like to be in this scene? I was like, word. So I went down there did my thing and she's like how come i don't ever see you on like sets i'm like because i don't just go you know i try to i'm spread thin and i don't try to work i always tell and i try to read that's another thing that i try to reiterate is like i'm very insane about my time Mm -hmm. like i've spent an entire career where my time was basically not respected you know that's just part of being in the military so now at this point in my life, it's all about making sure that my time is comes very valuable. So I always try to make sure to like, hey, today, if I'm be on set or I work for this company, I won't be home by five. And you think in any type of movie production, there is no real time. There's only the hours that's necessary in order to make the thing. For me, it's like, fuck that. You better figure that shit out. <laughs> like, I don't care what you need to do, move heaven and earth, but I want to be home watching the fights. Right. I want to be home eating in and out. Like, So I want to be doing this. I want to be doing that. Like, I ain't got, I'm not going to sit here and wait till y'all get your masterpiece. Like, you could do that shit with somebody else. Yeah. And I'll make that very clear to any company that I'm working for. And I feel like a lot of them feel like that's kind of, disrespectful for me to make that demand but i don't care i just don't want to do that it feels because i know if we are wasting time then i'm just there right and there's nothing i can do about it and that's time i could have been spent 
relaxing. I could have been playing video games. I could have been eating chicken. Hell, you know what? I could have made a scene. (laughs) I could have made two scenes before this. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ugh. I don't know if I really need to be here for this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm looking at a scene I did for Pure Taboo with um with Jesse Pony. Super awesome performer. Great day. Dialogue took forever. All right. As soon as we got fucking started, it was, you know, we put they were like, hey, we only need like an hour, hour and some change of footage. And we were like, I looked at her like, can you handle that? And she was like, yeah, we made that shit happen. We only took like one break. Wow. And the only reason we took that break is because uh, it was so hot in the room, like literally the director almost slipped because there was sweat everywhere. Wow. It, it was bad. <laughs> And everybody else is like, some of the dudes are losing wood because it's so hot. I'm just sitting there hard as fuck. Like, hey, you know, I thrive in this, which is super weird because I thrive like usually in scenes where it's extreme cold or extremely hot. Anything below that, though, like when that's that bitter, like northeast cold where it's not exactly like cold, but it's kind of like, eh, like it's chilly. Yeah, I hate that. I can't do that. I don't know what it is. It's something wrong with my body chemistry. Like, right now, it's cold here, and I'm just like, I hate this shit. But it was like, what, 20 degrees a few days ago. I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Yes. Uh, so it's going to snow? All right, I'm glad. I don't give <laughs> Come right out of the house and nothing but, like, a towel. Like, yeah, man, it's great. I'm going to die. Hypothermia, whatever. <laughs> oh, all the time. Yeah, I'm, like, when it gets – I'm similar. I love cold. You know, being a, a Northeast ginger, I know that's probably surprising. But if it's, like – zero degrees as long as the wind's not blowing i could do that all day yep and or like it's gonna be 115 here like during the summer i'm always trying to shoot scenes then i'll be like hey y'all you know can we just leave the windows open don't turn don't turn the cold air mm-hmm. just leave the windows open they're like it's so humid i'm like exactly <laughs> it's natural it's what our ancestors did when they were running and killing women mammoths and Fighting off saber two tigers or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. Trying to fight off the common cold, mm. discovering the fire. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> mm. Don't worry, Dick will be coming back. Recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. Now, with as busy as you are, be it either for studios or shooting your own content, I do realize that men do a lot to be ready for scenes on a regular basis, but how often do you get asked by male fans about your quote-unquote system to be ready? Like, what vitamins and supplements this, or tricks and shortcuts that? Like, do you get a lot of that? And have you ever gotten to the point where you just start making stuff up? Nobody asked me, because, I mean, I understand I kind of look like a, like a retired college wrestler. <laughs> so, so they, they ain't really going to ask me because like, they just figure like, well, he's probably doing like the weird steroid regime. Half of those kids do, which I don't, I don't take steroids. I probably should. I took pro hormones one time when I was 19 and I broke, cause I had really bad acne when I was, uh, when I was like 16. 
okay. from like 14 to 16. So I've always been so scared to touch anything that has to do with anything that has to do with antibiotic steroids because my skin is tough enough to like, you know, get stabbed or whatever, but too weak to stand up to, you know, some basic shit. Mm. Like if I get a rash, I get a rash. You know what I'm saying? So the idea of taking any of that stuff kind of just freaks me the fuck out. But no, nobody really asked me. My routine is pretty simple. I just hydrate, take like a little bit triplets before the scene, just drink that and um, some Arganine. I mean, if it's a really tough day, we'll just go ahead and throw Viagra in there. But nothing too, nothing insane. Just it's mostly for me about walking in there and knowing what the fuck we're doing. Because a lot of times they're like, oh, yeah, and you're going to fuck her on this like kitchen table. And you're like, bro, that's pure granite. Right. And it's like, yeah. So you want me to put my knees on that? Yeah. And she's going to ride you. So you want me to put my spine on that? Yeah. And it's cold. Oh, okay. Um, well, this is going to be, t- this is going to be good. You know, it's kind of that thing. Cause it's, it's not exactly, porn is exactly very comfortable. <laughs> it's, when it's good, it's good. Like, obviously you'll find a way to have a good time. Cause Otherwise, you're not going to have a hard dick. You got you to gotta have some kind of pleasure going on. But there is a very big issue in my mind or disparity when it comes to that where you're like, hey, man, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> oh, I, I think that all the time. And I actually asked performers at the last convention, and I'll ask it of you now, yeah. where is your least favorite place to shoot a scene? Because like you said, granite countertops suck, showers suck. Typically, cars suck. Like, where's your least favorite? Any space that doesn't have, like, like a bed-like format. I don't know if that's the right word, but, like, any kind of, like, weak-ass, very kind of small couch, countertops, uh, any, like, flat ground. Like, hey, man, you should be putting us on an ottoman. Like, if it ain't, if it ain't an ottoman, it's probably trash. <laughs> like, if it doesn't have, like, an ottoman-like quality. It's probably trash. So just if it is it ottoman? No. Is it a bed? No. Deny it in the spot. It sucks ass. <laughs> like so that's just that's just the the, uh, the end. That's a gold standard. Like the ottoman I have in my room uh, in my house, that thing has served me so well. I bought it for like five hundred dollars. I'm pretty sure it's paid itself off like several times over. <laughs> I sleep on it. Like it just does the thing. And then there's just people who are like, nah, man, you know, like everybody hates my couch because it's so deep until it's time to have sex on my couch. And like, this thing's awesome. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I believe in comfort. (laughs) But if you want to say like the, even the worst part is most uncomfortable scenes happen indoors outside. Things are usually chill. Cause you can like put a blanket down, you know, they're going to set you up. You can fuck on a rock. You know, they'll set you up for success because you're outside. But as soon as you get in the house, like, yeah, uh, so you need to fuck her in this really, really rickety ass chair. And you're like, bro, I'm going to put my weight into her and this thing's going to break apart because you bought it from Ikea. It costs you 20 bucks. It's holding on for dear life. (laughs) (laughs) I I sat in it. I heard it creak and a screw popped out the bottom like... (laughs) the fuck are you no like no nah, man it's gonna be good it's gonna be good and then as soon as you put her in there you hear it creak again like and she just freaks fuck out it's like i'm not fucking her in that yeah. and it's like 
yeah, it's probably dangerous. And I'm like, why did you do that? Because the script says so. And I'm like, that script is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I often think of that when it comes to massage tables, because a lot of people don't know, oh, yeah. like a good massage table is actually weight rated and yep. the cheaper ones aren't. And I'm just waiting to hear a horror story about one. I mean, everybody in porn does know that, but that's kind of the issue because you brought it up right there that it is weight rated, but it's also super narrow. Yes. That's the other problem. So the thing with me and Polarica is she's small and I'm not much taller than she is, but, and I'm wide like a fucking refrigerator. Mm. So when I set my fat ass up there and she's trying to get on top of me, it's like, where did she put her knees? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And I'm just like, bro, this is a insane idea. Now, fortunately for her, and I think for that production that I know have worked on massage tables before, so I know how to like manipulate my body, but I'm just thinking to myself like, what happens? Because, you know, porn is starting to go back a little bit back to the old school where dudes have to be in shape and shit, which is the only reason I'm even in decent shape, because otherwise I just not care. <laughs> but the um, that's the thing. What happens when you get these, like, ex-football NFL guys, like, you know, some D1 linebacker who wants to do porn, he's, like, six foot four, and he has to get up there, like. Right. And you get him, like, you're like, we're going to put him with some super hot athletic chick, and it's like, so you got two tall, swole motherfuckers up there trying to have sex. <laughs> oh, this is like, that is an OSHA violation waiting to happen. <laughs> Somebody is going to break a limb so quick. This is awesome. <laughs> Especially considering you bought this thing from Craigslist. I don't even oh, know. Oh, yeah. This is a hand-me-down. There's probably like some, there's probably some like Adderall stash in it from because <laughs> we ain't inspected it like it's got stains in it, even though they put covers on. Like, what's that stain from? Nobody knows. <laughs> it's got sun weathering for no reason. Like, where did you put this? Yeah, it was. It came all the way from Colombia. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh hell yeah, that thing's gonna. The wood's kind of eating through my termites a little bit. Right? Just bop. As soon as he lays down, it screams. It doesn't creak. It screams like ah. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, yeah. We, y'all having sex on that? Hey, all right. You know, I want to be there. I want to pee on that set, so I can just sit up there, like holding secondary crammer, just looking at them. Like, man, three, two, one. Oh my god! I'm like, yep, yeah, saw that coming. <laughs> we gonna put those like those uh those mats they have like rock climbing on the end of them. So if somebody needs to roll, they roll right onto that. Ooh, very smart. Oh yeah, I'm I'm come prepared. Or we just have like the really like the Tommy mats they have from uh. For jiu-jitsu or the mass they have for wrestling, like y'all just going to hit like damn near hard ground, but you won't break anything. Maybe, right? Yeah, so. we, you hope. Now, with all of your background and your love of MMA and stuff like that, it's easy to see why you have amassed a sixteen and five record for uh, evolved fights. Yeah, I mean, the aerials gave me like my third shoot, and. I just so happened to like fit in. It's pretty. I love that site. I love what she's made over there. She's kind of built a little community. It's only weird every time because uh, what's the wrong one for? I keep thinking that they've seen enough of me and that she's never going to book me again. And then I get the call and I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like I just worked with her last week with Andre Shakti, who almost 
She uh she did a really good job. She did fuck up my throat though. Whoa. Yeah, she put me in a. I felt it pop because she put me in a guillotine and I would slip my head out and it caught her forearm, caught the bone. I was like, Kah! I'm like, oh yep, ah. that's. It didn't break, but I definitely like was sitting there trying to eat some barbecue later. Like, ow. I can't enjoy food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like this bullshit. I didn't go there for that, but I really love Evolve Fights. I, I wear their gear to the gym, and I get that strange look because, you know, I I pride myself in being able to kind of blend in to because I'm just a bald-headed black dude. Like, I could be a school teacher. I could be a dope dealer. You don't know. <laughs> I'm just a black dude with a mustache. <laughs> But when as soon but sometimes you'll see people have that moment of recognition where they don't trust themselves because mm. like that can't be him that could be somebody else and you know I've been to conventions too where people are like yeah my this dude thinks I'm you and it'll be like a fan and I'll be like oh that's crazy so I'm happy for that but when I put I wore evolved shirt my shirt two days ago dude looked at me looked at the shirt I'm doing tricep pull downs I see him get on his phone he looks at me again. He looks at his phone. He looks at me again. I'm like, ah, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have been fucking caught. Like, this motherfucker knows. I recognize that. And I'll keep going to the same gym. And it happens every time. I I keep telling myself I should stop wearing that shirt, them shirts in there. Especially since she has one that uh, is like a woman. It's like the evolution of man. And the end of it is like a girl, like, carrying a dude. Oh, wow. and I'm like, I wore that one in there, and it says Evolve Frights in the front, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I wore it once, and nobody, like, gave me any guff, so I'm like, I'm going to keep wearing this shit. I'm not going to, like, wear any Brazzers gear or anything like that, but I'm definitely going to keep rocking those things, because if the worst is somebody's going to be like, so you uh, you do that wrestling with the, with the sex, right? Like, yeah, what's that like? Like, you be beating up on girls? Like, nah, man, they definitely scratching me and beat my ass, but... Then we have sex afterwards, so it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of look at me like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, so how you do that? Like, you be staying hard in the wrestling? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked me that once. I'm like, what, what What do you expect me to do? Like, I'm, I'm kind of feared for my life at this point. Like, I don't, have, I don't get a fear boner anymore. It's not my jam. <laughs> Maybe in a previous life. Hmm. Maybe, but no, that doesn't happen. I love Evolve Fights. So I'm hoping that I can continue to work for them until the day they she eventually retires, and or if they she passes the torch to somebody else, I can keep working for them. Maybe then, maybe then they'll be tired of me. Who knows? It's, it's going to happen one day when they wake up and they're like, "Hey, Will, can't book you anymore." And I'm like, "That's okay." <laughs> I don't see that happening at all. I mean, I don't. I hope not. I really don't because. Uh, it kind of propelled me to the point I'm at now. It's just, I don't know. I keep asking when I'm going to get be a referee. It hasn't happened yet. It makes me sad. Ooh, okay. I want to wear the high shorts and the cool shirt. <laughs> you just want to jump around them? I just want to blow a whistle in somebody's ear just real fucking quick. <laughs> like, I thought about being a um, being a wrestling coach, a wrestling referee. Okay. Like one of the local schools out here, you know, applying, obviously, to probably do a background check. So I probably wouldn't be able to make it. But if I did, I just wanted to be on the back and just blow a whistle in the kids' ears so bad, just being an asshole. I think, I think it'd be the funniest shit. Just, you know, just like, 
I would go way too hard, way too official, just everybody who is watching me like, that dude is on his shit. <laughs> like, if I make a call, I'll fight all the parents. <laughs> I'm going to die out here for I want to die out here for my calls. What you go do? <laughs> You're like, um, oh, what's his name? It was on Key and Peel where he would uh, play the teacher that always got everybody's names wrong. Oh, yeah, they're definitely like that guy. Yeah. Mr. O'Hannon, Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, if you like, like, if I was a little league coach, they're like, oh, that was a foul. Oh, come on. Come on. That was a foul. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Say that one more time. And you're going to find out there's a life after death. <laughs> I said what I said. And I got, my, I got my pistol on me. Go back to them stands real quick. Yeah, I think that would keep uh, aggressive sports parents at bay is to know that all of the officials are armed. They only have to be armed. Just, I know they can fight. Like, all they need to see is that first dad get knocked clean the fuck out. You're not and wrong. Like, they're like, oh. Whatever the call is, they make <laughs> we gotta go. We gotta go over their head to get that reversed. Like they gotta call the superintendent of sports or something. Cause... <laughs> no, you're right. That was goaltending. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please do not hurt me. Like, all right, then. I think I'll just, uh, I'll just immediately like the first time I gotta be like, hey, everybody, look away. I'm gonna pee on this court to establish dominance. Real quick. <laughs> Like that's how because I know I got them bull shark injections. You know, I, I've been sitting up there, I got my DNA spliced, right? <laughs> <laughs> so now I just walk in the rooms and uh, I go a little bit too hard, All right? A little Rottweiler in you, just piss on stuff, hump a leg, and you got dominance. Oh man, I don't know. Rottweilers are weird, they're like weird dogs. Why is that? I don't have anything against them, it's just that they like, I always find that they have a weird face. They have a face. They have a face like a like a third grade teacher who just straight up doesn't eat food. <laughs> That's the only way. Like I always found them weird since I was a kid because my uncle had one. I'm just like, what the fuck is up with that thing? And they're like linky. They're like greyhounds that just like go to the gym and lift heavy, but not often enough to be a full fledged pit bull. <laughs> 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 like, and like they just try to they just stay strong but they're not strong mm, i gotcha so that's why like in great danes are just them with the growth hormone problem <laughs> yeah i actually uh knew someone that had it was a mix between an english mastiff and a great dane the dog had a 32 inch belt that it used as a collar and weighed 235 pounds yeah, see, that's too much dog. I mean, way too you, much dog. Because uh, I'm like, I mean, if you're fighting bears and shit, or you're just like, I don't know, protecting the nuclear codes, Maybe. sure. Uh, no, but if you just got him around the house, like, that dog's just just tearing shit up. Right. <laughs> like, he's just biting into your couch and <laughs> jacking up your day. Like, that guy is not about, he, he is not going to keep it chill. Right. And, you know, your backyard definitely smells like a landfill. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you walk him around the neighborhood, he is going to assault something. He's just going to take out a car. He's going yep, yep. to pull it by the bumper and just rip it off. And all we all just going to sit there and watch that happen. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why did you do that? I watched a video of a uh, pit bull, you know, rip a door, a t- rip a whole Tesla, Tesla door up. So I was like, yeah, man, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry, Elon Musk. I had to talk about that. Don't don't come after us. Yeah, exactly. We're good. Yeah, don't wow. go on the Dick Dangled podcast. That's right. <laughs> don't worry. I put I'll put some kind of you know thing in the beginning. Say you know don't yell at us, and this is all fun and humorous, and don't take it too seriously, so we don't get sued. I mean, yeah, but that ain't gonna stop the loser or lords. They don't care. <sighs> Damn it! You're not. They never cared. I mean, they moved the earth. That's right. <laughs> All they're going to do is look at that and be like, okay, cool, whatever. We're still going to, like, run your fade real quick. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> like, we, all we, it was all a good fun. Like, mm-mm, mm-mm, to the salt mines with you. That's right. <laughs> but like, I didn't even know they made salt. Still had salt mines, bro. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> How y'all got whole salt prisons? Like, damn, is salt natural as plot? Actually, I was talking to Nikki about that, about trying to, like, when, if and when we do, like, once they make fast enough travel to the solar system, like, how much weird shit is going to, like, going to become a job. Like, I was, well, obviously, me being a science fiction nerd, I like the expanse, but, like, harvesting asteroids is like, what happens when you're the guy who, like, has an asteroid full of salt? Like, who do you talk to? To try to sell that to restaurants. <laughs> and how do you keep something like that from like, you know, not becoming like an actual problem where you're up here doing like your salt transport of your little asteroid and somebody just like, I'm gonna bring some water by that and fuck your whole day up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's gonna be some real haterade in space. I've already determined that space haterade is happening. You're probably right. Yeah, well, that and like, because uh, I really I listen to a lot of different science fiction theory things, and I'm talking about we don't need to go into the galaxy. There's plenty of like rocks that people will straight up just hollow out, get some Earth's gravity in there, and they'll just make nation states out there. You just need something to, like the size of Montana, and congratulations, you're a country. So how many like weird countries are gonna pop up? Yeah, I want to. I don't want to be in a solar system full of like weird countries because I'm just thinking to myself like, y'all think we got a, we y'all think we got a political problem now? Ooh, <laughs> wait, wait till you wait till you hear about the the nation of Will Talium. <laughs> we so, got rules. So what oh, you're yeah. saying? Hold on. So what you're saying is like uh, a couple months ago they shot a missile into an asteroid to see if they could change its trajectory. And what they said was they did that in case there was an earth destroyer and they wanted to see if there was something they could do about it. But now you're bringing to light a possible conspiracy theory that what they're actually trying to do is move smaller asteroids into our gravitational pole so that could be a place to live within our stratosphere. Hell yeah, it's cheap. (laughs) I mean, I'd be super down. All my problem is, like, you got to get to it, but what's to stop somebody from, like, making the cheap resort asteroid? (laughs) Sandals. Yeah, like, we have sandals in space? Come on now. Oh, let's be real. Disney's going to be the first one to knock that out. Yeah, you are exactly right. The mouse is definitely going to straight up, like, as soon as they can find I got to keep telling everybody, once they solve the actual speed and transportation problems, everything is. That's what basically happened to the Expanse. Like, as soon as they had the first Epstein engine, 
everything went to shit. <laughs> like everything, like you, everybody thought there was problems. Then they got real problems, and I was like, I don't want that to happen. But that's exactly how it's about to go down, and I feel like that's going to be the most annoying portion of it. Is uh, you know, you're born into if you're born in one of these weird hollowed out asteroids, it's like man, I don't know anything except like you know this whole little town. I wonder what the rest of the world is right, and you find out like this place is with porn. Imagine a place with no porn. I I can't. I I would rather not be on this planet. Or they probably like have a whole asteroid that's just nothing but a giant production studio, and it's called Mister Mister Fart Sniff World. <laughs> <laughs> like that place is smelling wow. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with that. So. On your orbiting planet of Wiltalia. Yeah, Wiltalia. What is your three core principles to live on this planet? Um, duty to the community. Oh, very nice. Make sure to spread positivity. I like it. And uh, have a good time. You know, have a good time. You know, just... But it, it, it just try to have a good time. Like, well, obviously, we'll have some laws. Try to keep like the basics from happening. Like, don't do some wild shit. But you know, just kind of keep it really simple like that. You don't want to. I want to try to limit. I'm not gonna turn into like an anarchist, like haven for like psychopaths and people who want to just do insane amounts of drugs to the point where it's like, hey man, uh, you kind of crapping everybody's style since you like stole the fifth TV this week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like. <laughs> But definitely, you know, have a good time. I want to feel like the frontier of the early Americas, minus all the bloodshed and genocide and weirdness. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> kind of nice. forge your own path. Okay. We're going to try to keep things chill. We're not going to go too crazy. You know, it, it's going to be a good time. I, I don't, it's going to be harsh because by having personal freedom, you know, you obviously have to have personal responsibility. But we ain't going, I'm not going to like, making it too crazy. I'm not going to make it super hard to live there. Uh, I don't know about taxes, though. Taxes is definitely going to have to be a thing, but it might just be like a straight-up flat tax that you just pay at the end of the year. We ain't going to try to have, like, no poll tax or, you know, hey, um, you know, we need we need to have sales tax or, you know, we have to have state tax. Like, we them, them tax codes going to die real quick. And we will send you a bill. Uh, <laughs> You're definitely going to need an air tax, I would imagine. No, nah, we'll find a way. We'll get some hydroponics or something going down. We're not going to get too weird about that because that was a big thing. Like people trying to raise the price on air in one of the books, and that led to like a crazy terrorist action. And I was like, damn, man, we still ain't figured out like the whole hydroponics air situation. Like that's not good. So I've always. You know, obviously these are all things that were theory, but I've always, you know, something you daydream about when you're on suffering a mild heart attack on the, the treadmill, running a couple of miles, or you're out in the sun. You're like, I wonder what that would be like. Every time I think about, it, I'm like, yeah, it'd be pretty, it'd be pretty swell. It'd be like now, only not as insane. There'd be more space. I got you. And, I just keep thinking about zero G porn. Like I don't, I wouldn't change careers. Let's stop that right now. I'm not changing careers. I'm not gonna become like a space explorer or some shit. I'm definitely gonna still be doing porn. <laughs> so there's a possibility that there could be just floating semen around at all times because once it leaves you, it's just gonna go where it goes. Uh, see, 
that was something I thought about. And literally at that point, all scenes have to either be a cream pie or they have to literally be a facial right next to a wall. Mm, okay. Because anything other than that, and you just playing risky business. Yeah. Like, like it's either like I'm coming inside you or you need to have your head next to this wall <laughs> so it doesn't fly around and we're trying to catch it. Yeah. Because that's just insane bad times. Nobody's trying to do that. Like, these are the only two things that can happen. These are the only two situations. If you have a problem with that, like, we can't come on your butt. It'll slide right off. Yep. Can't come on your tits. It'll slide right off. It'll, like, splatter, but it's still going to drip away. Correct. So, it's still, you got to be, put your head right next to this wall. So, if anything, in the direction it's going, it's just going to hit the wall. We can wipe the wall. Right. I'm not going to be sitting here, like, worried about, oh, yeah, you know, I'm packing up lights, doing my thing. Oh, there's nut on the back of my head. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's the one he shot like three minutes ago. It's been flying and gliding through the air. We just never took care of it. <laughs> that's just a nightmare. Like, imagine you like you're sitting like I don't know your little space habitat. You turn off the gravity. You get freaky. You come. You forget about it. You walk out of the bathroom. You came in the same direction as the bathroom and hits you right in the face. I, You'll be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I think what I'm getting from this conversation is the ratio of people that have pink eye on a sex colony in a zero gravity space program Astronomical. is going to be goggles. really high. Yeah, Everybody's wearing goggles. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing I thought about, like sex colonies that are going to be insane because they're all going to be like weird botanical gardens and shit. It's going to be the swinger colonies in space are going to be out of control. <laughs> Because <laughs> I mean, it's going. There's technically not going to be that many laws, so you know it's going to be drug, sex, and rock and roll all the time. People are definitely, de- somebody's definitely getting pregnant. Like <laughs> somebody's, somebody's getting pregnant. Like I don't care. She's 54 years old. She's pregnant. <laughs> she went to a space colony. She, she's when she went out in space on a sex colony. She's pregnant. Yeah. It's just that's just a possibility. With that right. amount of fluids, he's going to be pregnant. Let's be honest. Yeah, he's pregnant too. I mean, everybody pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went to a res- you went to what resort? Oh, you went to Sandy Times. <laughs> oh, oh, over on Callisto. <laughs> oh man, hey, miles of talk. You pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? Yeah, man, you pregnant, bro? Everybody pregnant to go there. Like, I'm a man. Like, you gonna find out the hard way? You gonna pop up pregnant? That's right. You don't have to go get that test from Space Walgreens. You're pregnant. No. Oh, Space Walgreens. Ew. <laughs> Still it. The the getting your prescription from there is already a nightmare. Doing that in space sounds like they never going. Don't even go to the doctor and get a prescription. Just fuck it. Like whatever disease you got, you got because they ain't gonna be able to fix that shit. All they got is aspirin. They barely got that. Like space Walgreens would be a nightmare. <laughs> At least for me, anyway. And I'll be like, hey, man, I need some cortisone for, you know, this rash I got. And they'll be like, yeah, we all out of that. We the next shipment. We don't know. We in space, bro. <laughs> I'm like, fuck this place. Can I talk to the manager? Y'all got some, y'all have any, like, y'all got some Pedialyte? Nah, man, all we got is candy and uh, orthopedic shoes. Like, uh, I hate this. We got some Vaseline. Like, of course, everywhere everywhere has Vaseline. Yeah. Let's say we hand out like Vaseline, more water, and definitely like beef jerky. 
on uh on flights rather than airplane peanuts in a blanket. Agreed. Cause that shit. Well, they don't have no peanuts. They not pretzels. Cause I'm like, if you are on a, if you are allergic, if you're listening to this and you're allergic to peanuts and you're on a flight, I blame you for not having an EpiPen and you made everything suck. Cause I can't have trail mix on a plane. <laughs> Cause I'm trying to like, it's the perfect snack for a plane, and I can't have it. Cause I'm trying to keep you from dying. Right. You did this. You did this to me. If a person is allergic to peanuts on a flight, they should give everybody on that flight $20 so they can go once they leave the plane to get something that has peanuts in it. No, I want a hundred. I want a big bag of peanuts. And I, I ain't getting one little tiny bag, you know, $20 in the airplane, airport and shit. Y'all talk about and, and I think, I feel like airports are a way to like psychologically train us to deal with inflation. <laughs> that is absolutely brilliant. Like, how do we make? How do we train people who already make money enough to fly to be okay with inflation? Well, we make it so that uh, they have to buy these insane prices and they can afford it. Then they're already cool with it because it happens in the airport. Oh, well, I could pay this in the airport. I could pay this out in town too. Yeah. Wow. Maybe, uh, maybe not. Maybe I'm just spit. I'm definitely spitballing. But I don't that'd know. be. I hope I'm wrong because they are. If that is the plan, then that is a very smart and very, very weird plan. That's right. <laughs> like, what think tank got drunk and thought of this? Like, that dude got a raise and also was in rehab. Because <laughs> they're like, man, you are fucking nuts. <laughs> like, Carl, you heard about Carlton, man? He came up with the airplane theory, bro. Yeah, where's he at? Oh, you ain't know he had a horrible drinking problem. That's how he came up with that shit. He was uh, he was drunk when he did. He threw up right on the director. Like, I got him crazy. I did. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know when you are going to start the cult of Will Tile, but... Please let me know when you do, because I want to be a founding member. Oh, no, I can't be part of a cult. I already started. I already stepped. My favorite things besides conspiracy theories to look up is scams, uh, things in the SCP universe, and cults. Okay. Because in, in all, especially in cults, scams, and uh, what's called, and conspiracy theories, there's a moment. There's a very distinct moment in every single one of those where you literally, as a person, consciously have to suspend belief. Right. You have to. In order to let this shit go down the way it's going down, you have to sit there and be like, yeah, that that, that checks out. <laughs> Sometimes it's a slow burn and it just kind of weasel you into it like one step, one step after the other. Like the really good cults do that. But there's definitely that no turning back moment like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So I've always felt very compelled to take an interest in those things because I always loved that moment. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being like a little crazy person, but I love that moment because I'm like, you really believe that shit, huh? <laughs> Maybe it's like the one thing I can feel superior in myself being like, I didn't fall for that bullshit, but it's like, Jesus Christ, you really, you really did that, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, whoo. Especially, you know, scams, because like crypto, like the first example is crypto. I love 
that a year ago, average performer was talking about cryptos. Ariel said it, and I think I don't. I think the reason she said it's because we were talking about it last week was, you know, like a year ago, everybody was about crypto. Crypto is the greatest thing. And I was like, I don't trust this. I like as a system to transfer money. It's awesome, but as a system to make money, right? Not so good. I'm like, it'd be great to finally have a currency that we can use to transfer internationally without borders almost instantaneously that is on the internet that sounds super awesome you know i ain't got a western union no more you know what i'm saying right but if you talk about like trying to do this as a trading thing this shit sounds like it's about to go straight to hell yeah and then we saw the scams pop up and that was that moment of like oh okay this is real and when ftx recently just got that whole shit pile went down. I was like, oh, yeah, finally, finally, everybody's starting to see what I kind of felt because, you know, I felt it, but I thought it was crazy. Mm-hmm. But that was that was my scam. That was my scammer radar going off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> just like, like, this is happening. I know this is, doesn't feel right. Like, nobody just this money just doesn't pop up out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how I feel sometimes with certain scenes. I'm like, they're shooting what? With that many people? <laughs> you sure that's gonna go down the way it's gonna go down? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that scene's canceled. Oh, I did I how did I know I saw this? Like sometimes I'll get a booking like that and I'll be like, man, I don't know, man. I don't know if this shit's gonna happen the way they think it's gonna happen. They're like, no, nah, man. She says she's down. It's gonna be super good. We're gonna have you on a boat, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> And I just kind of sit there and I look into the distance and I'm like, mm, sure. And then it's, oh, yeah, she canceled. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. So who's the replacement? Right. So that's how I feel about the cult. Because me to have a cult, that means I got to get real hard on my campaign and thing of, you know, coming and people like, hey, you want to join my cult? You know, I just kind of, you know, it's got, we got set, we got hot girls. Oh, that's all you need. Well, every cult has hot girls. That's the, that's the main thing. That's the main thing you got to use to sell it. Mm. So I can't use that. I gotta I gotta come up with something harder than that. I gotta be like a, uh, I don't know. No, we 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 gotta like make some kind of good food. <laughs> like, oh, come join my cult. We make jambalaya. Ooh, <laughs> all right. Now see, now I'm back in. Yeah, yeah, jambalaya cult. That's how. That's what I'm starting. Oh no, I'm look, I'm doing. Re- come here, come. No, come look at this. Okay, never mind. She left. She's being mean. Nikki came and gave me food. Ah. Yeah, I was trying to show her some market research and doing. I was watching some porn because we want to do this nurse scene. Uh, it'll be coming out soon, but I don't know what I want to do with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I got an idea in my head, and I'm like, what looks like this? And I'm like, oh, this looks like this. How do they do it? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that. I'll do a lot of that. So if you're a performer listening to this, I will steal your idea. I'm stealing your idea right now. <laughs> you're thinking about it? I just stole it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in your brain. Wow. That is yeah. one of the gifts of the lizard people. No, man, remember, I, I, I worship the Cephalopod people. I can't oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I apologize for putting yeah. you in the wrong group. Yeah, yeah they, they got lotion. That's right. 
Can't dry skin out in these streets. I live in Nevada, man. I can't be doing that shit. (laughs) (laughs) This has single-handedly been one of the most interesting and fun interviews I have ever done. Yeah, I was under strict orders to entertain. Uh, Usually, I would have said three words. Okay. So, so, uh, they actually, if you don't know, I am am actually about to make a tape saying I'm doing this on my own free will while this dude holds a squirt gun to my head for acid. (laughs) (laughs) No, not really. No. I couldn't be in one of those videos, to be honest. I couldn't do that. Because I just look at them like, y'all serious? Like, hey, zoom out. (laughs) I say that during it. Like, zoom out. Look at this shit. I don't care how distressed I okay, probably if I was distressed but I think if I was dressed enough, I like blink a lot and do some goofy shit. Yeah, yeah do like seventeen takes and break my legs. Because <laughs> I'm gonna fuck that up real quick. Yeah, because if they're those type of people, they may not know technology. They you may be using up all of the memory card for so many takes. Oh yeah, I'm gonna fuck that whole game up. <laughs> that shit is about to go straight to hell. Like they they don't fuck that you kidnapped who? Me? Oh man. Oof, you should have really three thought of that. First of all, I, got, I don't have enough money for this. Second of all, even if I did, I'm gonna be the worst to the point where I'm I'm not worth the headache. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that was your cue to try to get me out of here. <laughs> as I look at as I look at this uh memory card that I'm thinking about stealing from this computer. I'm just going to start stealing my girlfriend's computer for us. That's how I roll. Oh, very, very nice. You know, the one thing as we wrap this up that I didn't have the opportunity to ask you, Uh-oh. where can people find you online and on social media? And what does the rest of this year have in store for you? Are you going to do any conventions or is it just going to shoot until the sun goes down? Um, Game plan. Well, first of all, social media, you can find me on uh, Will Tile Promo. Yeah, it sounds like W-I-L-L-T-I-L-E-P-R-O-M-O. I don't try to, like, shout out my personal Twitter because I don't do anything interesting on there. If you want to see my work, like, see slanging and banging, you go there. Okay. Uh, you can go to my website, com. That's where the actual slanging and banging is happening. Um, as far as that answer to the question, I mean, I'm supposed to go into Prague. Going out there to do some stuff with Dog Park, do some stuff with my own stuff. So if there's European performers that y'all love, mm-hmm. go ahead, tag them. I'll see what I can do. Uh, beyond that, you know, since I'm finally going to have a passport at my, at my ripe old age of 35, um, and I, it'll, I'll probably like travel a little bit more. But it's going it's gonna to be the same thing I've been doing for the past four or five years, you know, just out here in these streets just doing things shooting till you know the heat death of the universe just trying to see if I can finally make something just have a I think at this point it's literally like how much can I make before my body gives out (laughs) or my brain gives out like how much porn can I make just straight up regular boy girl porn how much can I make to the point where it's like I look at it and I just throw up <laughs> like that's my instant reaction like I just look at it I have like I'll go to the same place in my brain that you like people's granddads go when if somebody mentions the word Vietnam just like <laughs> like I just turn off I throw up a little bit and I walk out the room no questions that's how much porn I want to make like I want to get to that point and uh, I am way far from that so yeah it's about to be a long ass time 
Don't worry, I'll get there. <laughs> well, it's funny uh, when people see the one scene that I shot, they automatically throw up. So it's kind yeah. of the same, but not, you know. <laughs> Looking to the abyss, like, oh, that's what Cthulhu's face looks like. <laughs> Man, that was. No, I don't think it's going to be that bad. I appreciate it. <laughs> this has been absolutely magnificent. I thank you so much for your time. And I hope to be able to have you on again because just to have you on as, you know, a non-interview co-host, I think would be an absolute riot. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I'm going to definitely turn that into an interrogation. Okay. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you have a wonderful evening, my friend. You too.